Welcome to episode 65 of the Cigar Snob Podcast. I am Nick Jimenez and I'm joined by Eric Calvino. Hello, y'all. And Ivan Ocampo. Hey, everybody. So this is a uh, special... Special episode. Do we have the horn ready? Is the horn the horn here? Special here. episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. You ready? We have just announced our top 25 list. <laughs> there it is. So uh, over the course of the last three days, uh, today is January 10th. Uh, so 7, 8, and 9, we went through the process of unveiling our list. First, cigars 16 through 25, then 6 through 15, and finally... Yesterday, the 9th, we put out our picks for cigars 1 through 5, of course, culminating with our Cigar of the Year pick. And on this episode of the podcast, we will be ignoring your phone calls and also talking about uh, some of the things that we found most noteworthy there. Uh, It would probably take a little too long for us to comment in depth on every single cigar, and it would also give you... Uh, less reason to go and pick up the magazine when it's out and visit the website and the whole thing. But uh, we will run through the list and, and you know share some stories, some notes, some other things on uh, borderline random selections from the list. Um, as always, we are smoking a cigar through this recording. And uh, it's not a secret now, so I'm going to sort of... Spoil a little bit of a spoiler here. Don't spoil it for the people's Nick. No, no, no. Are we are we going to keep them in the dark? No, no, yeah. not at all. So we are smoking our cigar of the year pick. This is Sin Compromiso by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. That was our pick for the number one cigar of the year. How about a horn? Where's the horn? At? Where's the horn? At? We can do a double I horn. A cigar in my mouth. It's gonna be tough. Hold on. Here we go. There you go. Smoky horn. So. uh so yeah, congratulations to uh, Steve Saka and all the Dunbarton people, and also Hoya de Nicaragua, who, uh, who yeah, manufactured the cigar. Um, but we will talk about that in some more detail later. But just know that we are smoking this throughout. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it. It might be kind of awkward to jump to this while we're talking about other cigars. But uh, So yeah, we're, we're kind of winging it on this episode. Uh, but we're starting our discussion with group... Number one, which is really something I just sort of invented right now. There's no such thing as group one, but this is cigars 21 to 25. Uh, moving from 25 down the list, that's 25 Hoya Silver. That is a Hoya Nicaragua product. And, and we'll run through all the cigars, and then we'll, we'll talk about them. So 25 is Hoya Silver, uh, made by Hoya Nicaragua. That is uh, in Toro. So it's an Ecuador wrapper. Mexican binder, Nicaraguan filler. Number 24 is Aladino, made at Fabrica de Puros Aladino in Honduras. That is a Honduran-wrapped cigar in a 7 by 38 Elegante Vitola. La Galera Maduro by Tabacalera Palma, which is a Mexican-wrapped 6 and a quarter by 52. Uh, the Vitola is Cortador, so that's one where all the, all the Vitolas are like uh, factory-themed. Yeah, names. cigar cigar factory right. related uh, items. Number twenty two, Romeo y Julieta, eighteen seventy five, Nicaragua, which is made by Placencia in Toro. That's a six by fifty. Number twenty one is the twenty twelve by Oscar Valladares Maduro. 
which is made by Oscar Valladares Tobacco and Company out of Honduras. It is a Mexican wrapped Toro in uh, it's a six by fifty two. So, uh, Eric, which of these have you isolated to uh, to make a little comment on here? Uh, so the the Aladino is a uh, is the one I'm choosing because it's the first. First time an, an Aladino product is on the list. Uh, it's a relatively new company. Started by Christian Eiroa's brother and father. Uh, so Justo Eiroa and, uh, and Julio. And so these guys are... Right, they're, they're the biggest cigar company you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Only be, maybe, maybe more so in the, in the tobacco side because they're... they're Real strength is in growing, right? So they're tremendous growers. Uh, and so they've got this vertically integrated uh, operation, but they're very small. They've, they've only been around, I think, for two years, maybe maybe three. So they're growing very fast uh, because the quality of the product and the price is great, again, because of that vertical integration. Uh, so, yeah, that, that particular cigar was something that totally surprised us. To be honest, the, the label isn't anything that that jumps out at you. It's a very sort of classic-looking, somewhat simple label that doesn't really jump out at you, so you don't know what to expect. Uh, so the, the label quality doesn't set you up for, for this amazing experience. Like, for example, like a, like just to contrast it with like an Obasex label. That sets you up for an experience. This one is just more akin to like an old Monte Cristo label, like that old little brown simple label. This one's kind of like that. It's just a, an A and, and not much going on. And then you smoke the cigar and it's freaking fantastic. And it's it's a very well-balanced, uh, flavorful cigar with very aged tobacco. So uh, really, I, I was I was impressed by that cigar when we smoked it earlier in the year. I forget when it was that we rated it. And... Uh, and I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. And, you know, like people all the time talk about, uh, you know, cigar companies and how they support cigar media. So then the cigar media is forced to, you know, support that cigar company. Aladino doesn't spend a dime with us. They don't, you know, they're a small company that's just starting up. They don't. And we we happen to love that cigar. So uh, so anyway, really well done by uh, by Justo, Julio and the crew. So congrats to them on the number 24 spot. Sorry, I probably went a little long there. It's fine. That's what we're here for. Thank you, Ivan. We're here for you, too, though, Ivan. (laughs) Oh, thank you. What do you got for us? So at number 25, we have the Hoya Silver. So uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Cigar, they're bookending our top 25 with the number one and the number 25 spot. Um. I believe the silver is the follow-up to uh, the Hoya Red and the Hoya Black releases. That's correct. Which were both very good. Yeah, uh, especially for us, the Black Red, right? we love that cigar. So the silver is probably my favorite of the three because it's the profile that fits, uh, I guess, my taste the most. And I'm glad that it, it did so well in the uh, yep. in our rankings. So uh, great cigar, very balanced. Uh, it's an Ecuadorian wrapper, Mexican binder, Nicaraguan filler. Very nice cigar, so very good. Good stuff. Um, yeah, we smoked that at the show, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then we've been loving it ever since. So the um, the one that jumps out to me here is uh, Oscar Bayadas, the 2012 by Oscar Bayadas Maduro. Um, 
like I mentioned earlier, Mexican wrapper, and it's it's everything that you want out of a Honduran-made cigar with a Mexican wrapper. Uh, and I just I just like that guy. Oscar's Oscar's a good dude. He's, he's um, awesome. So uh, so yeah, it's 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 good to see uh, Oscar Valladares, who most people fair to say he's sort of like you know uh, not not made his name, but certainly came to prominence with the Leaf. Yeah. Um, by by Oscar, uh, and in the last couple of years, I think uh, you know we've sort of seen him do a very good job of of taking the success that he had with the Leaf. And uh, and building on it to not sort of get stuck with like that as his only thing, right? He's he's really successfully built uh, a brand around around his his talent, uh, and I think is bringing a lot of people's attention to to Honduran made cigars. Where well, maybe but, that. But I think that fade. the guy, I think that's kind of been his entire career, right? He yeah. he was driving buses for for Rocky Patel's. Uh, he was working at the Rocky Patel factory. Uh, run by Placencia back in the day, and if I remember correctly, he was the one like leading the tours through the factory. I did not know that. Yeah, and so again, talk about parlaying and experience of of doing these tours and and all this kind of stuff into creating uh, a small factory that then has success for a cigar that's. Owned by somebody else, which Leaf by Oscar is not owned by Oscar Wilde. Right. Yeah, it's owned by Jim Robinson of Leaf and Bean, and then parlaying that into so that's like, so I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm excited to see what what comes next from him, Absolutely. right? Because he's he's obviously built a track record of parlaying experience and uh, and growing on top of it. So I love it. He's a he's a great guy, great uh, sort of ambassador for the business. He he's uh. He's involved with every time a team wins a championship of some kind. He's got uh, he's got his cigars in the clubhouse. Like when the Astros won World Series, they had his cigars in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So it's like every time a team wins something, Leaf by Oscars and and uh, and these Oscar Valada cigars show up. So yeah. So if you're an ambassador for the business, if you're listening to this and some of this sounds like oh I want to know more about this guy, go back. Well, finish this episode. Don't, yeah, don't, don't be don't, in a rush. Don't just to get stop out of here. and get out of here. But go back go after the fact to episode forty-seven. Episode forty-seven, uh, which we put out four months ago, but is still worth listening to if you haven't heard it already, is our interview with Oscar Valladares that we recorded at the uh, IPCPR trade show back in July. Some background noise, but it's still okay. Yeah, there's some, but yeah, I mean, but you know, it's IPCPR background. It makes you noise. feel like you're there. Yeah, like you're in it. Uh, all right, so next group, sixteen to twenty. We'll uh, run through it uh, on the quick side. So number 20, Espinosa Habano, which is made at La Zona. Uh, it is a Nicaraguan puro in a 6x52 format they call number 5. Not to be confused with Mambo, number 5. There yeah. you go. Uh, Caldwell the T is at number 19, made at Tabacalera Fernandez, which is AJ Fernandez's factory in Nicaragua. It is also a Nicaraguan puro in a Toro Grande 6.5x56 format. 18, Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro, which, of course, is made at Tabacalera Perdomo. It is another Nicaraguan puro in a 6x56 format they call Epicure. 17, Speak of the Devil, Leaf by Oscar Sumatra, made by Oscar Valadez and, uh, sorry, Tobacco and Company in Honduras. That is uh, an Ecuadorian-wrapped cigar in a 6x52 Toro format. And finally, Camacho Ecuador, 
which uh, is made at Diadema Cigars de Honduras, uh, Ecuador wrapper, 6x50 format. Uh, all right. So, again, we'll start with you, Eric. What you got? What jumps out? Oh, so for me, uh, that Caldwell the T, right? That collaboration between uh, A.J. Fernandez, Matt Booth, and Robert Caldwell. Uh, I thought that was a, a surprise cigar for us this year. Uh, it just it jumped out. It was uh, it's it's strong, but it's not overpowering. It's uh, beautifully produced by A.J. Fernandez at Box Pressed, but and it's got the a thick wrapper, but it's a very clean wrapper. It's not thick and veiny, so uh, but very tasty. So I I like that cigar. It jumps out at me. I think uh, I think people love those Caldwell designs in terms of the packaging. People love that, and uh, and so I've been asked a bunch of times. So I'll I'll, I'll answer that here. The uh, I've asked what the tea. Um, I, like sometimes I'll be in stores because I buy a lot of the cigars that we use for the ratings and I'll be in, in, uh, in the stores buying the cigars and I, I end up talking to the consumers a lot and uh, no one ever knows the tea so the tea is, is, uh, is actually the truth is what, it, uh, what it's supposed to be but uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Tatuaje La Verite uh, that line that Tatuaje had come out with I forget, I forget when that, what year that was but uh, but La Verite is trademarked, and when you have a trademark, it goes across languages. So if you have the truth in French, you can't call your cigar the truth in English, or La Verdad in Spanish, right? So so they uh, they compromised and just called it the T, and so that's that's what the T is about. It's this is the truth. And now you know the T. Yeah. The rest of the story. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's fun to, to give people For sure. some of that little background stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's a fantastic the the name aside from the name and the packaging and all that, the cigar itself is uh, is definitely worth getting. So highly recommend it. Don Ivan. So I got another very truthful cigar here that's very deserving to be on the list. I got number seventeen, the Leaf by Oscar. So oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah. So some another Ocaballares product. Um, I think the leaf by now is no secret. I think yeah. a lot of the pe- a lot of the consumers know about it, have heard about it, have smoked it, and by far it's one of the most unique cigars you've come across. I mean, from the packaging to the actual it. smoking of it, it's a great cigar. So they did an amazing job with this. It's the first time that it appears on our list. It's been out for a couple years, but I think yeah. it's well deserving to be there. Again, it's uh, I think it differs from the other cigars that are on the list. It's not this thing that's going to punch you in the mouth. So it's uh, yeah, it finesses much more, right? It's a it's a finesse smoke. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and I enjoy it a lot. Uh, we rated it in the Toro size. I mean, it's great in in a bunch of other ones, but this yeah, one you did particularly well. Remember which one was well. awesome? The uh, remember the Lancero, in the Lancero was outrageous yeah, too. Very good. But uh, but I think it's you know what's cool about this cigar. I always marvel. Even though I've smoked way too many of those, uh, every time you unroll that rustic tobacco leaf that they yeah. use as a as a wrapper, as a uh, like a cellophane replacement, every time you unfurl it and this freaking beautiful cigar underneath, it's 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 so well made. And when you take it out of that kind of ugly looking uh, rustic, it looks like something from some Central American Indian tribe, you know. Right. 
uh, and then you unfurl that, and this beautiful cigar comes out. I'm always impressed by that. So, uh, and then the cigar itself delivers. So, so yeah, I know I know a lot of smokers who I wouldn't consider wouldn't consider them expert smokers, but I'm always surprised when they come up to me and say, "Hey, you know what I smoked and I enjoyed? It's that Leaf by Oscar." So it's not that the packaging was selling them because it's I mean it's not the prettiest thing sitting down in a box there, but I've actually seen people try to light that. <laughs> <laughs> Then the store owner has to tell him, hey, no, 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 you got to take that Don't out. Don't you do it. Yeah. So, congratulations to Island Jim and Oscar Valladares on number 17. Please by Oscar. So, uh, I am going Espinosa Habano. Um, I think uh, part of the reason that it stands out to me is that, you know, Espinosa is one of these companies that, that does a lot of stuff. And they sort of have uh, maybe like an edgier persona. You know, yeah, than yeah. a lot of other brands. Well, I mean, they called it La Zona. They called they it La called Zona. their factory La yeah. Zona. Um, but, uh, but this remains, you know, one of my, uh, one of my favorite cigars that they make. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, it's, it's probably a blend that, at least in terms of, like, marketing and buzz and all that, it's, it's a product of theirs that kind of gets slept on. Yep. Because it's not, you know, uh, not, this is not a knock on any of these other cigars, but it's not... You know, Laranja with the with the funky colors, or the, um, you know, the the bat, or uh, the dreadlock thing that or, they did, or yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a million, and they they go edgy, and this is like the most traditional. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it, for me, it's you know, it's it's cool to to see that because um, you know, it's it's a thing that not too many people think of when they're thinking at Pinosa, but but. This is as good, and and this year certainly, you know, we found to be uh, yeah. better than anything else they're doing, um, and and it's you know, they, and it's very different from the rest of their portfolio. Right. It's an atypical Espinosa, which is, uh, which is interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, that jumped out to me, and and in general, you know, I, I have a, a cigar industry wise a soft spot in my heart for Espinosa because that was sort of like my first deep dive into. Nicaraguan cigar factories was on that trip that we did shortly after I joined the magazine. Memorable, memorable trip. Yeah, uh, and the whole thing was with them. So, um, so anyway, uh, Espinosa Habano at number twenty is this, the uh, the cigar that jumps. By out. the way, this is their second big y- win this year because they were also the people's champ at the Lechon. That's Ooh, right. Very yes, sick they call. were the people's champ. Two big wins for for Espinosa this year. And you know that you know they're dedicated to you know to victory because people's champ. Shorty did not look very happy about this. He he was only going home with one trophy, and he looked like he wanted to get out. He wanted to leave there. Like, he wanted a double. Yeah. He wanted to swing his lechon baby around <laughs> with both trophies, and he was not pleased. But it was a good pick. It was probably it was my personal favorite. So you're the Knicks champ, too. Oh. In, Oof. You're the, uh, the Chino Jimenez champ. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, next group of five. We are going from 11 to 15. From 15 down, it goes 15. Bal- I was about to say Balmoral. Uh, Balmoral Serie Signaturas Dueto, uh, which is made at Tabacalera Alianza in the Dominican Republic. That's the EPC factory. It is a 6x52 Gran Toro. Illusioni Hout 10. Hot, hot, out. Uh, hot, hot, 10. At number 14. That is uh, made at Aganorsa. It is a Nicaraguan Puro, 5.5 by 52. Vitola is called Ot Ten. Uh, Liga Privada T52 at number 13, made by Drew Estate. That is a Connecticut-wrapped 5 by 54 Robusto. 
Number 12, Mombacho Liga Maestro, which is made at Casa Favilli. Uh, Nicaraguan Puro, 6x46, Hermoso Vitola. And number 11, Davidoff Yamasa, which is made at Cigars Davidoff in the Dominican Republic. It is a Dominican, uh, sorry, no, a Dominican-wrapped uh, cigar. Got some Dominican in the uh, filler blend. Uh, in six and a half by fifty-two piramides, so that's a tapered tapered head. Um, all right, in this group, Eric, what jumps out? Well, actually, the the Yamasa itself, the one you just uh, finished mentioning, uh, and and my reasoning is is similar to yours with Espinosa, right? We spent uh, we had that trip with uh, with Davidoff Viaje al Origen, which uh, which was one like a wonderful tour through all of their facilities but one of the things we did was we tasted all of their wrapper tobacco with combinations of different fillers and and that's really where i fell in love with the yamasa wrapper uh so you know having having uh henke explain henke and eladio and and back then class who now lives here in the u.s but uh having them explain what they're going for with the cigar and then and what I'm talking about is like the attack on the palate, right? Like how does the tobacco, when you're, when you're smoking the cigar, where does it hit you on the palate? And anyone who's gone through this with, with Henke knows exactly what I'm talking about. But where do you feel the impact on your palate? And so the Yamasa was, was the most balanced uh, tobacco that we could find uh, that hit you on the palate in all different areas. So really fell in love with it then and... And it just it kicked butt on the on the list every time we we put it up against something it it rocked so uh, so yeah the Yamasa is really my uh, my choice here definitely I know it's not a I know it's not a cheap cigar uh, and that's tough you know it's like uh, MSRP at twenty three dollars I know that but this is a cigar that won't disappoint you on the on the twenty three bucks that you spend yeah. so uh, I I can say that uh, confidently so. Anyway, that's that's my choice uh, in this in this group. So before we move on to Ivan, I will just drop a mention here of episode fourteen, oldie but goodie. That is our interview with Davidoff's Klaas Kellner. At the time, he I was. Think we were on that trip. Yeah, that that was during that trip. At the time, he was uh, he was still working in the Dominican, uh, and so the interview focuses a lot on uh, his experience giving those tours and learning from his father Henke. Uh, you know, how to go through those tastings and stuff. So speaking of that, you know, explaining the attack on the palate stuff, yeah. uh, good episode number 14 to go back and uh, listen to. Did we, did oh, we, wait, did we, also, uh, did we also post an interview with Hanky and Eladio? No, because it was all in Spanish. It was all in Spanish. Right, yeah. Okay, okay. So, I remember doing it. I just didn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Ivan? Um, so I'll take the... Um, Number 15 on the list, which is the Balmoral uh, Serie Signaturas Dueto, uh, who's a newcomer to the list. So that's awesome. Awesome That's very interesting. Uh, Balmoral's a, I'm sorry, the Dueto's a collaboration between Balmoral and Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Uh, So they teamed up to make this cigar. I think it's a Nicaraguan wrapper. Uh, with Brazilian Nicaraguan filler. Great cigar. Um, I believe you visited the factory back, uh, which was featured in the September-October Nic- issue. Yep. 
uh, you got a first-hand knowledge of how their cigars were made. All those guys are excellent, and the cigar that this cigar here is one of my favorites. So, and we also did an interview with uh, with Boris Boris Winterman's was the uh, owner of Balmoral. That's or right, him and his family. So we have that interview. I think we talk about Dueto. We do during yeah. that interview as yeah, well. Yeah, you might have been smoking it during the interview. No, I think so because it's it's. I mean. I love that cigar from the moment it came out. Yeah, so that's episode 46 for those of you who are who are looking for it. 46. Uh, other cool little things about that cigar, the uh, there are there are all sorts of little images and hidden hidden things related to the collaboration with Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Like for example, in the foot band, there's like a there's like a drum because Ernesto's a, a drummer. Right. Uh, so there's a bunch of little. Uh, symbols and and icons inside of the the labels that were kind of a nod to uh to ernesto so that's that was pretty cool the cigar itself though is outstanding i love it i love especially in that uh that toro size that six by 52 it's freaking perfect for that cigar yeah uh so i'm going to drop a mention here of uh number 14 the illusione oat 10 uh and that, to me, is sort of it's it's one of a number of examples on this list of uh, just how good Aganorsa is not only at making cigars but at partnering with people who uh, you know whose brands are are about that kind of quality. And Dion uh, Giolito at Illusioni is uh, uh, as as knowledgeable. Uh, and as discriminating a brand owner, yeah, meticulous, right? Yeah, as as you're gonna find. Uh, I actually I had met him before, but the the first time that I really like sat down with him again. I'm all about plugging other episodes of the podcast. Yeah, why not? Was for episode 31 of the podcast. So that's the interview that we did with uh, with Dion while I was in um, in Esteli working on a story about Aganorsa. Uh, but but it was cool. It was cool to to be there uh, and and get to know Dion and sit with him and and talk about all the you know the cigar uh, blending process while he was in Esteli doing some of his you know quality control uh, stuff. Um, so so yeah, episode thirty one. Check that out and also check out uh, this number fourteen ranked cigar on our top twenty five list. You know we should have uh, we should have warned everyone before the podcast uh yeah. just like have a, a notepad right yeah, so yeah. that you could jot down every episode number that nick has thrown out at you there you go but uh so if you want rewind it rewind it like old school i like that and then start again with a notepad it only works if you do that though with your mouth yeah while you rewind of course uh of course uh, of course <laughs> oh lord hop off um <laughs> So uh, in our next group, we're going six through ten. No uh, one gets that. You want a horn <laughs> for the top ten? To- oh, top! We're going into the top, top ten. Top ten horn. <laughs> Coming in at number ten, the most aptly named number ten cigar we have ever Ooh, had on this list: nice. the Rocky Patel Decade. You, I don't even know if you'd noticed that yet. Yeah, no. it was pretty you awesome. Yeah, Rocky Patel decade coming in at number ten. We had that the hot, so we had two candidates for that: the decade and the hot ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, the decade took it. What do you? What are you going to do? What can do? What you going to do? Uh, that is made in Honduras at El Paraíso. It is an Ecuador wrapped six and a half by fifty two Toro. 
At number nine, La Flor de las Antillas, TAA exclusive 2018, which is the uh, longest name on <laughs> our list of the top 25 cigars of the year. That's My Father's Cigars. It is a Nicaraguan Puro, 7.5 by 38 Lancero. With a character count of 182. <laughs> no, you can't even put it in a tweet. No. Um, number eight, The Wise Man, also made at Aganorsa. It is a Mexican-wrapped 5 and 5 eighths by 46 Corona Gorda. 7. Tatuaje Black Label Private Reserve, made by My Father Cigars in Nicaragua, Nicaraguan Puro, 5 by 58 by 46 Corona Gorda also. And number 6. The A.J. Fernandez Bellas Artes Maduro, made by Tabacalera Fernandez in Nicaragua, wrapped with a Brazilian wrapper, 6 by 54 uh, that's a Toro. Is this the only Brazilian rapper on our on our list? It might be. I think this year it is. Yeah. So there's a little extra thing I thought. A little nugget. Uh, okay. So, Eric, what you got? Uh, so what, what I'm going to jump on here is the La Flor de las Antillas TAA exclusive 2018 TAA Lancero. Uh, so, yeah, that cigar. I, you know, I, I know that the uh, Flor de las Antillas years ago uh, was ranked very high uh, in another magazine, and I never, I never thought it was their, me personally, right? Everyone's palate is different, but I never thought that that cigar in a regular format was anywhere near the best cigar that that company had made that year. Uh, this cigar, however, or I should say, this format. Uh, I love. I I actually, I really uh, enjoy this cigar in this format. But then again, I know that I'm I'm a Lancero lover. So, uh, but that blend in this format works so well that uh, keep in mind this is only available in TAA retailers. So, uh, find your nearest TAA retailer and get your hands on this cigar at nine fifty. It's it's a well priced cigar. And excellent, uh, excellent in quality. It's a top 10 for sure. And for anybody who's not uh, aware, TA is the Tobacconist Association of America? Or is it, it is. Tobacconist of America? So, Tobacconist Association of America. Yes. And it's a group of what? It's, it's fewer than 300 stores, I think? It is. But they're generally considered the best stores in the country. Right. Generally, and that is a very general sweeping statements, statement, there are excellent, excellent stores that are not in the TAA. That would still be considered some of the best. But as a group, these guys are are the cream of the crop in the country right? Uh, in, the, in terms of retailers in it, the U.S. It's basically like, uh, and, and again, this is not a knock on IPCPR, but IPCPR is sort of, uh, its purpose is more all-inclusive. Yes. And TAA is sort of like uh, a little bit more of a, uh, well, it's an exclusive. It, one is more inclusive, the other is more exclusive. That's right. There's a cap on how many members can be in TAA. So there are people who could be in TAA in terms of the whatever the criteria might be, but they're waiting for somebody else to drop out. A, they're waiting for someone else to drop out, and I believe that you have to be uh, sort of recommended by other right. by another existing member. Right. But chances are, no matter where you are, you've got a TAA store yeah. somewhere near you because there are you know there are plenty of them, and that's where you would go for uh, for this Flor de las Antillas. There's also TAA uh, retailers that have on an online presence. Right. Uh, in in this case, the one near here, uh, which I know has the cigar, is Neptune. I mean, we, we try not to 
go out of our way to plug a particular store, but this uh, this one I know has that cigar, and they're a TAA retailer online. Right, right. So, uh, All right, Ivan? I'll take another finesse cigar, at least Ooh. in my opinion. So the Rocky Patel Decade, a number 10. Uh, it's another... Excellent cigar. I mean, this one's. I mean, this one's been around the block for a while. Yeah. Uh, but you can't argue with it, with its success. Uh, you know, we we smoke a lot of these cigars blind uh, for all the ratings, and every time uh, we do every cigar, every cigar, <laughs> every is blind. Uh, it always does excellent. You know, it's uh again, it's a very balanced cigar. It's not gonna overpower you in any in any place, but it's 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 an excellent cigar. All right, uh, I am going actually back to the uh, back to the Aganorsa well, uh, the Wise Man, which is made by Nick Melillo's uh, or made for Nick Melillo's Foundation Cigar Company at Aganorsa. Um, I'm just a fan of of all the Foundation stuff. Uh, I think uh, number one, I, I I like Nick. Nick was actually one of the first people, if not the first person, who I ever interviewed. Uh, in the cigar industry for the magazine. This was before I came on full-time, so I was a really freelancer. Really fun article, too. Yeah, I was a freelancer. Uh, what was it called? A, a Connecticut Yankee in Italy? Yes, I think great that was, title. Yeah. That was it. That yeah. was it. It's a great title. So, uh, so yeah, Nick Melillo's uh, Foundation Cigar Company uh, makes this at Aganorsa. And even though this is a Mexican-wrapped cigar, uh, I maybe this is just the power of marketing or something, but whenever I smoke anything that's made by or for Nick, I can't help thinking, like, this is one of the cigars that I would give to somebody to sort of illustrate. Like, this is what cigars from Nicaragua are like, right? It, he, he's, he's got that so deep in his brain. Yeah, um, even his, uh, like, his social media handle is Nick R. Agua. Right, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, The Wise Man is a uh, is, uh, follow-up to El Huehuense, which used to go by El Huehuense, The Wise Man. They have since bifurcated the... Uh, created a, a language barrier, built a wall, so to speak, between the English and Spanish-speaking sides here. Watch out. We're getting political on the podcast. Uh, but no, uh, The Wise Man is an excellent, excellent cigar. I love um, that smoke. Yeah. The, it, it's, and again, it, it's made at Agonorsa. And one of the things that I really appreciate about Agonorsa, and I think this, is, this speaks to uh, Eduardo Fernandez's... Uh, uh, you know, leadership and decision making there is. I, I don't know that anybody in the industry is as consistently good at finding partners that are in line with their own, you know, philosophies on Ethos. making cigars. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody who kind of comes into Agonorsa is is a such a good fit. Every everybody yeah. that has cigars made there feels like, of course, they're going to make cigars there. Like yeah. they all fit with each other. Yeah, like Dion and Andre and Nick. Yeah, you're right. So uh, so anyway, check out the wise man. That's uh, that's the one that I'm highlighting here. Moving on to two through five. So this is a group of four. We're uh, really just for the sake of, of making room at the end for our cigar of the year jibber jabber. Number five, a Fuente Don Carlos. I always feel awkward saying a Fuente. Arturo Fuente Don Carlos. I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm going to add to the name Fuente. here. Arturo Fuente Don Carlos. Uh, we rated and ranked it in a 6x55. That's made, of course, by Tabacalera Arturo Fuente y Compañía in the Dominican Republic. Cameroon wrapper, that's uh, the number two Vitola. Number four is the Padron 50 Years Maduro, made at Tabacos Cubanica, which is my uh, favorite factory name to say in Esteli. Um, that's, of course, Padron's factory. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, 5x54 Robusto. 
Vegas del Purial Gran Reserva is at number three. This is uh, made by El Galán Cigars in Nicaragua, Felix Mesa's company. Ecuadorian wrapped 7x38 Lancero. Uh, at number two, the Oliva Serie V Melanio Maduro, made by Tabacalera Oliva in Nicaragua, Mexican binder, uh, sorry, Mexican wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and filler, 5x52 Robusto. All right, and uh, Eric, what do you, uh, what's on your mind? What are you talking about? All right, so I got first dibs here. I'm jumping on that Melanio Maduro. That, that is, uh, it's one of those cigars that's, it never fails on me, ever. Uh, you you pick that cigar at any time of the, for me, at any time of day, any time of night, if you want to smoke it, because it's, it's strong, but it's not that strong. So you can have it at, at any time of day. And it's just the level of consistency uh, it's flavorful, consistent, balanced. Uh, it's I can't say I can't say enough about that cigar. And I know that a Milano always ends up on the list, but that's because they're so damn good, and they're yep. they're they're always in consideration for the top spot. And I think this year, um, you know, it, it took it took a monster cigar to knock Milano down one notch. Yep. Uh, and so I don't want to give anything away on the on the number one jibber jabber, but uh, it took an absolute monster because that the Melanio Maduro this year, you know. So and I do have to. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about this really sure. quick. Uh, cigars are a natural product, and as hard as companies work to be consistent, and that is their biggest. Once they've once they've created the blend or developed the blend that they know they like and they know that consumers will like, that's the easy part. At the end of the day, that ends up being the easy part. The hardest thing is maintaining the consistency of a blend year in, year out. So sometimes people ask, you know, when we're doing these ratings in these top 25s, people ask, you know, oh, but how come, you know, that that cigar got a 93 in your January issue? Why is it not even in your top 25? And, And that's because cigars change and they do change. And there's, there's nothing, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. The tobacco, and it changes, and you can't make the same cigar again. So only guys who use or only companies who use their very aged tobacco for these blends can maintain consistency. So, and then sometimes you'll have a cigar that comes in and out, right? There's some cigars where you'll smoke it one, one year, and it's just not that great. And then the following year, it may be cigar of the year. So... Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is the Melanio, uh, the Oliva family have created such consistency with this, with this, well, with all their cigars, but in particular these, uh, that it's really impressive, man. It's, uh, it's a tribute to what they've built. And uh, so anyway, congrats on that number two. That's a fantastic cigar. I'll tell you, I mean, at, at 10 bucks, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Hey. Ooh, hey now. Whoa. Uh, to your, to your point about the consistency thing, you know, without naming any names or or whatever, there there were definitely cigars that we went into this top twenty five round thinking of tasting, we knew, yeah, thinking like oh, <laughs> like why are we even bothering? And then we'd smoke it and we'd, oh, this is you know <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> what happened with this thing? Um, so so yeah, I mean that that's absolutely a, a thing that happens. Um, Ivan, so I think I have the most exciting rating here which is the Vega de Purial Reserva coming in at number three. 
Gran reserva. Gran reserva. But I think Spanish if you reserva, if you take yeah, it you take a look at this list and you look at all you know there's a lot of companies you expect to be there on that list. When you look at this so high up on there that number three Vegas de Purial, excellent excellent smoke. It's an elegant. It's an elegant smoke put it out is, by, by Felix Me, Mesa, and and it's in a Lancero format, which you're a Lancero yeah. lover. But yeah. I think everybody's gonna love this Lancero, actually. Uh, I was uh, gonna be talking Don Carlos. I don't have a ton to say story wise. I just I know I, I I'm the Don Carlos guy uh, around here that of of the Fuente portfolio. Uh, that's my jam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. I, I may be alone in that, but for whatever no, reason, no, absolutely like, not. Uh, no, not not. But I'm saying like among the the Fuente stuff, you know, it, it, it's my personal favorite Fuente, and I think that's not necessarily what you always get year in year out from other people. Yeah, yeah you got your Opus people, you got your Añejo people. I'm I'm a Don Carlos guy. That's uh, that's what I'm about. I'm about that Don Carlos life. Um, no, I, again, man, that's just that's and, one of those tried and true. It's like it's always good, and people say, oh, but isn't that you know. Isn't that like an expected top five or something? Like, you know, that's not an exciting pick. Go smoke it and tell me if it's not worthy of it. Yeah. That, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and I know, you know, at the at the this past trade show, you know, we do a lot of smoking cigars at the trade show, naturally. We go booth to booth. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very rare, no matter what you're handing me, that the last cigar of the day is one that I'm excited to smoke, let alone finish. And I think it was like the third day of the show at like four o'clock, uh, maybe Liana. Smoked out. You were smoked out. Yeah. Handed me a Don Carlos and I finished the shit out of that Don Carlos. Which yeah. Most oh, we we had a, a very fortuitous yeah. uh, trade show booth location. Right. Right behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, congratulations to all of these people. Uh, but... The chicken dinner goes to our number one winner, winner, Sin Compromiso, from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust that is made at Fabrica de Tabacos Joya de Nicaragua in, you guessed it, Nicaragua. <coughs> Boom. Mexican rapper, Ecuadorian binder, and Nicaraguan filler. We rated and ranked this in the 6x54 number 5 Parejo Vitola. Uh got our uh, only 94 ranking, uh, or rating rather, in this top 25 uh, field. Remember that all these are re-rated. So we rate them over the course of the year, and then when they're all pitted up against each other, you know, some of the scale changes a little bit because now you're comparing, like, cream of the crop stuff. Um, It's it's very, I don't know whether we've ever given a 94 over the course of the year. Um, oh no! Right, yeah. So, so all these end up, you know, sort of vying for these top spots, and you you think about them a little differently. But this is the only one that we scored ninety four on this entire list, and uh, and it, I think it blew everybody away. This was a unanimous decision. Um, I think it was similar to the Amafuerte last year. That it just you're... it just stuck out so much because it was so excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, and also the the thing is that. Uh, obviously the quality, but it's also different. It's a different cigar than than everything else. It was very. It felt very different. It tasted very different. It it tasted it tasted deep and dark, but never heavy on the palate. Yeah. Right. And so it has strength, but you don't feel it in your 
you know, feeling in your throat or any or or you and you don't feel it really till much later in the cigar. It's such a smooth strength. Uh so it's it's like a hidden strength. Uh so it's just really, really well done. I I, I can't you know, I was talking to Steve yesterday. He called, uh, you know, happy about about uh, the number one, and we were talking about it. And it was just, you know, this cigar. He banked everything. He banked his entire company on this cigar. I didn't know that until he he mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So the the tobaccos that go into the cigar, he's having them grown just for this cigar, and and that's an incredibly expensive undertaking. Like. Most companies that don't grow their own tobacco don't do that. So I, I think consumers maybe sometimes don't know the structure of different companies. They just they look at a brand and they like that cigar and they smoke it. And that's great. And that's what, what it should be. Yep. But for those that want to know a little bit more, there are companies that are vertically integrated, that grow their own tobacco, make their own cigars, and distribute their own cigars. And then, and then there are companies uh, like Steve's, Dunbarton, who don't own the land and don't own the manufacturing facility. What they have is the ability to distribute it here. Yeah. So, and that's the case here. Normally, those companies they don't grow their own tobacco, and then supply the factory with that. So he's having an, another set of people grow this tobacco for him, send it to the factory that's making it for him, which is Hoya de Nicaragua, and then having those people at Hoya de Nicaragua make the cigar for him, and then he distributes it. Uh, that's an an, uh, an expensive way to do it. Yeah, and, and it also speaks, I think, to the clarity of. Uh, of Steve's vision yeah. for the cigar because it's one thing to have an idea of what you want and then have complete control over every part. But when, when your vision is that clear and you're able, and I mean, very few people can talk as clearly about tobacco as Steve. So you've got to be able to communicate a, in lot English, of things, yeah, a lot of things to a lot of people in such a way that the end result is a cigar of the year. Um, and I think it's also a testament to, uh, the the people at Hoya, because not everybody there. It it takes a certain humility for yeah, a company the size and and with the stature of Hoya to have a third party come in and say like I'm not I'm growing my own stuff and then I'm going to hand it over to you, and and the people at Hoya are good at what they do, but it, it's very cool I think to to see Steve uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and Hoya Nicaragua come together the way that they did to create this thing uh and and yeah i mean you can't say enough good things it's, about it. it speaks for itself my you know one of my concerns with this uh with this cigar is you know the production capacity right they, they just can't make that much of it so what i'm trying to say is if you find it anywhere online or in a store pick it up without reservation if you don't like it i'll smoke it Send it over. <laughs> Send us all your cinco promisos. Uh, Ivan, anything else you want to say? No, no, nothing right, else. Well, one, one thing we could say about it is, we're, because of that scarcity, right? We are actually not smoking right now for the ratings we did and for the top twenty-five we did. But uh, for for today's podcast, we're not smoking it in the number five, which is the cigar that I think, right. or the the size that I think. Uh, Works best for this blend, in my, uh, I think, in our opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, I'm smoking it right now in a Lancero type of format. Mm -hmm. And get it in any way you can. But the one that we gave the number one to is the number five, Parejo. Yeah. How, how is yours, Ivan? You're in the, you've got a slightly different size. Yours is more of like a Corona Gorda. 
Yours is the estoque, I think it's called. Yeah, so no harshness at all. No. That you uh, ever. Uh, very balanced. It has, you know, chocolate notes. It has uh, nuts. It has uh, some creaminess, some sweetness. And it's, like you said, it's a deep, it's a deep flavor deep that layered. it has to it. Yeah. So, yeah, very good. And the name is very apropos, Sin Compromiso, which is without compromise. So right. I think it fits very nicely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's where the bus stops. That's it. This is the last stop the on the top 25 train. So f- it went so fast. So quickly. You know, the other thing people don't realize is how much, <laughs> how much we smoked during, oh, man. during these, uh, these months leading up to the top 25. It's an, I know people say, oh, yeah, boo-hoo-hoo, you're smoking cigars. But, oh, my God, what a tremendous amount of cigars we took down. You might even say, listeners, regular listeners of the podcast will understand this, but you might even say that we do a lot of smoking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that we have a, a new uh, somebody? Someone chimed in just yesterday. I think, uh, like, hey, I know I missed this. I know I'm late. But what did he say? I sent oh, it to I you forget. yesterday. I forget. Yeah. I've when you on. when you smell a cigar oh, yes. through its cellophane. Yes, that's what he said. Smoking oh, was yes. yeah, smoking it. Yeah, smoking it through a cellophane. That's smelling pretty good. It. Smelling it through a cellophane. That, sorry. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> Probably I don't advise around. either, but I definitely don't <laughs> advise smoking it through the cellophane. Um, but we used to have, uh, we did uh, a long time ago, we did that uh, top 10 faux pas right. uh, in the cigar business. And I think we republished it a few years later, but we called that the cello smeller. So yeah. that has a name inside of the, yeah. the cigar snob parlance. So we're still with the unsolicited opinions. Yes. Yeah. So we do a lot of smocking around here for this. So I have yeah, a no I, kidding. I have a question here for you guys. So what are you looking ahead to in 2019? That's a good question and one that was not in the show notes. It's true. So very good. Uh, well, so this was a this was a tough year. I think some of the cigars that we that we loved early in the year changed quite a bit later in the year. So I'm uh, I'm looking to see where that goes. Does it? And and it it always kind of ebbs and flows, right? So I'm looking for a lot of the cigars that I normally loved, uh, looking for those to come back, uh, back into my my personal good graces. Not that that matters to anyone, but but me, I, I because I love smoking cigars, and there's some that that I really, you know, I missed this year. Right. So so I will I will look forward to that. I'm. I'm looking forward to all the new releases and actually some of the cigars that we really didn't get around to yeah. uh, in 2018. Uh, we're going to line them up for this year, and it should be a good year. Yeah. Line them up and knock them down. What about you, Nicholas? I'm going to say uh, some some heavy optimism here, but I'm going to say I Ooh. am looking forward to or at least hoping that Nicaragua bounces back fully. Uh, hopefully by the end of 2019, Nicaragua will look like it did at the beginning of 2018. Or better, hmm. uh, there was uh, things have settled down. Yes, but it, uh, for sure. but still, you know, some recovery to do, and and there's always the uncertainty that comes with having just put that in the rearview mirror. Uh, so yeah, and hopefully that'll mean good things on the cigar front. Although obviously, from a human perspective, that's not the top priority, but that's part of what's exciting about it too, right? Is that yeah, they the cigar industry still managed to put out all sorts of great stuff, but it was affected by some of this uncertainty and, and without a doubt and i mean whoever talks. says otherwise would be kidding themselves yeah yeah so uh so i'm i'm looking forward for all sorts of reasons to uh to a year that is about nicaragua uh you know uh 
settling down, figuring stuff out, and, and moving forward. Here, here. There we go. All right. Good Anything stuff. Anything else we want to throw in here? Well, no, I hope you guys have a great, uh, great 2019. Smoke a lot of good cigars. Tell us about them. Tell us what you liked. Uh, I would love to hear some feedback about yeah. what you guys thought about the list. Sure. You can get to us uh, at feedback at cigarsnobmag.com or find us across all the social media things at Cigar Snob Mag. Find us online at cigarsnobmag.com where you will also find right at the top, at the top of the page links to uh, all three sections of this top 25 list. So we did it differently on the podcast, but online it's in three sections. It's 1 to 5, 6 to 15, 16 to 25, uh, and bookmark it. Especially if you do a lot of like brick and mortar cigar shopping, you want to be able to just pull it up real quick and make sure that you've gone through the whole list. Uh, so uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. The the when the issue comes out now uh, in uh, in a couple of weeks, it'll have a uh, an insert that you can mm-hmm. tear out. And so the idea there is that you you should be able to fold it up and put it in your pocket or in your wallet or whatever. But uh, but a lot of stores will take that insert and will hang it inside their humidors. Uh, to help you pick through uh, the top 25 cigars, in our opinion. Yeah. So, uh, and finally, subscribe to the podcast. Wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, maybe some other things I'm forgetting. But uh, yeah, rate and review us unless you have bad things to say, in which case just pretend. Just give us a five, give us all the stars, all the stars. Thumbs up, stars, all that stuff. All right. Thank you very much. Again, this has been the Cigar Snub Podcast. And one last congratulations to Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And all the other winners. And all the other winners. And all 25, yeah. All 25, honestly, are excellent cigars. Absolutely. Go out and get them. All right. Thanks. All right.